Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Reddit Asks Us podcast. Hello, all my friends on the internet. Um, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating and review. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Reddit Asks Us Podcast, repost clips of the show periodically. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got new episodes every week. I'm very busy with my other basketball podcast, and of course, it's around the Christmas time, and you know, people are busy and whatnot. But I'm glad to see everybody's listening, though, because um, you know, I I see I see more and more people tuning in every week. I see lots of great and encouraging numbers from all of the folks and all of you of my friends on the internet. So that's great. Um, I'm really glad to see you. In case you don't know who I am, I'm your host, Luke Dick. And um, welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast. So we have today, episode 73, what are some truths parents refuse to accept? And I think this one spoke out to me just because I've been watching a lot of Succession lately. Um, If anyone hasn't been, if anyone doesn't know the show Succession, you gotta watch it. It is so good. Getting, starting it is a bit weird. It's a little bit strange uh, because the, just the format of the show, um, it's a little odd, and it kind of just like jumps right into this chaos. And but in a way, the longer you watch the show, the more you kind of understand why they jump into the chaos to begin with. It kind of really fits with how the dynamics of the show work, and the relationships between the characters, and the stories, and the plots. Uh, it really it may, it makes it quite fitting why it starts like that. It doesn't start like a normal TV show, but it's so good, and. Um, yeah, like it's uh, the reason why I wanted to say parents was because, you know, the show is just about this media mogul and he's trying to figure out a way to and which or which child he wants to pass his company on to. And you just get to see a lot of family dynamics and 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 how the family works in these sort of elite circles of people and how dysfunctional their family uh, relationships can be. And 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 I think the relationships between child and parents are are so important and one of the reasons why I think maybe the like the the main character of the show the media mogul Logan Roy I think one of the reasons why he has trouble deciding which of his kids to give or to success his company to or to be the successor of the company is because the relationships between him and his children he doesn't really have much of a relationship between him and his children you know it's he's a he's a billionaire who never really had a too much involved involvement in his children's lives. So um, I think that's what ends up causing a lot of problems for them. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's kind of got my thinking sparked uh, about this particular one. So let's, let's, let's jump right in. So from user Vina guy 22, or sorry, Vina guy two, children are not your property, nor your employees. Excuse me. Um, you know what, and, and this one uh, stuck out to me because I grew up in a small rural community and I feel that this is common with a lot of people who live in a rural community or own businesses uh, because they raise their kids in a way where it's like, oh, I'm, or at least they, I feel like it's, it's some to some extent they have children with the idea that that this is what their children are going to do. Not that their children are like their own individual people who have their own ambitions and interests and and opportunities. They kind of are just like, no, this is what you're going to do. Uh, whether it's 
carrying on a family business or a farm or something. That's that's like typically what I grew up seeing was that these kids would uh, would be the successors to their parents' farms, and they have to keep this sort of legacy rather than uh, you know live to see them become their own their own person. And yeah, like I, I see this, I see this so much, and it's it's kind of heartbreaking because you can see that, yeah, like I don't know, I f- I feel that I don't at least for me and myself, like I would never have a child to to as soon as they're born already bear responsibility upon them. I feel like it's m- that having a child is more about it'd be so much more exciting to see my child grow up and to be see them do something totally different than I do because they are so inherently different. Even though they're my child, they're an entirely brand new human being. You know, they're a, they're a, a new consciousness, a new experience. So to burden them with a responsibility of something that, that you do, I mean, that's kind of on you. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, see, the thing is, is I'm not much of a family business or legacy type of guy. You know what I mean? And neither are my parents. My parents don't own a business. They, they, uh, they have two jobs that my, I mean, my sister is graduated and she doesn't do either of the jobs that my parents do. And I'm going through school and I do all this sort of stuff and content creation and whatnot. And that's not even close to anything my parents do. And they've never encouraged us to be like them either. You know, they've never said, you know, oh, cause my dad's an engineer. So, you know, my parents have never been like, Oh, Lucas, you need to go to school and become an engineer and do all this stuff. And, you know, they've never been, they've never been like that. And they've never had a, I feel like my parents have never had a, I've never at least felt a, a sense of possessiveness, uh, over my children, like as if they were my property or, you know, that, that, that I own them because they're my children. Whereas I, I do think that that a lot, a lot of parents have that mentality that since these are my children, they're mine. I own them. Whereas it's instead of I created them, they're here. And I'm going to guide them. You know, that's kind of the, that's the mentality I think my parents have. And that's the mentality I hope to have with my children. So the next comment comes from hot-headed user. Um, Excuse me. Uh, The older your children get, the more autonomy you need to grant them. And then this comes, this is a reply coming from Jacina the Squirrel. I was 19 or 20 and still had to ask my parents' permission to go to the mall with a friend. One day, I didn't come home by 10 or whenever they wanted me back, so they said I couldn't go out anymore. I decided to go out anyways, and I was walked out the door... Sorry, and I was walking out the door when my dad dragged me back, dragged me back by the neck and tossed me onto the bed and yelled at me. Anyway, uh, the Bitmojis, I think they were called, were very popular on Facebook at the time, and I made one of me in a diaper that said, Jacina isn't allowed to grow up. And my dad commented and said, if you stopped acting like a child, we could stop treating you like one. So I responded and said, maybe if I was treated like an adult, I'd act like one. Then my dad deleted the comment. And the next day, my mom yelled at me for having a fight with my dad on Facebook. I, you know, I wish I could say that, that this is a comment that I can't relate to in a sense that I've never experienced like ex- like seen this experience by anybody before but man i i've known so many people in the past thank god my parents are not like this but i've known so many people in the past whose parents were willing to just go to their wits end to restrict their kids from doing things but then i think to myself like why for what you know like i just i don't 
I don't understand the motivation for this. Like, I don't, I don't get why you need to have so much control over your kids. Like, for what? You know, I, I, I really, I really don't, I don't really, I don't get it. I get it. And I think, actually, maybe the reasoning comes from they made mistakes in the past and they don't want their, their kids to make those same mistakes. But it's, it's so, it's a counterintuitive way of, of parenting your children because although that might sound nice in theory that you're going to, you know, restrict your kids more, it only makes them more rebellious and resent you for having those attitudes for not letting, for not letting them do what they want to do. And when you, when you restrict your kids like that, they're only more likely to do the things that you don't want them to do and actually end up making mistakes because they feel this sense of, you know, they, that, they, they, that they need to break out of their shell. So they'll do whatever they feel that, that they have to do to break out of that, out of that control, that cycle of control and that sort of um, cage that's been imposed upon them. And I think they're more likely to do dangerous things because they're like what is the what are the farthest activities that are away that that exist away from what my parents would want me to do you know what are the what are the what are the last things that my parents would want me to do well you know what screw it i'm going to go do those things and i've seen it happen you know and i've seen it dis- cause a lot of destruction in these in kids lives and parents lives because not only did the kids end up doing bad things but the parents you know, end up being stuck in this place of like, well, what can I really do? Because the more they try to restrict them, the less, you know, control they actually do have over their kids and the less of a relationship they have with the kids. They can't talk about the kids. Uh, they can't talk to the kids about anything. There's no open communication. There's nothing. So, and then the relationships just, just deteriorate. And then the parents resent the children and the, children's resent, the children resent the parents. And it just becomes a giant clusterfuck. Um... And yeah, it's just, I, oh man. And yeah, like it just reminds me a lot of, a lot of succession because I feel like the, the most destructive behaviors you see among kids is when parents try to control them because it's like, man, we're, we're not robots. You know, you, you can't, you can't program an algorithm into us and have us function in that, that way for our entire lives. You know, we're our own person with our own thoughts, feelings, ambitions, goals. Uh, we, we, are, we are who we are, and that is so different from every other person. Even, and I always kind of say this, but even identical twins are, are different from each other uh, in, in dramatic ways. So, you know, you can, you, you just can't have ultimate, ultimate control over, over any person. It's just, I don't know. I just it's it's kind of shocking to me because yeah, it is such a counterintuitive. But at the same time, I guess that's how these parents have to learn. You know, I I do know lots of kids whose parents are re- really restrictive and then the kids, you know, end up creating their own relationship with their parents and kind of as they get older start to, you know, push their parents away and they say, you know, what they become more independent. Cuz not saying every time a parent restricts their child that that, that child is going to become a, you know, a, uh, you know, have a downward spiral in life and, and bad things will happen to them. Not at all. I, I know lots of people personally who've, who have, you know, m- they were living with their parents, they depended on their parents, and then they got so sick and tired of their parents that they up and just want left and they just got their own jobs. They got their own places and they just decided to start living their own lives. So they didn't need their parents for anything anymore. And that 
that type of lifestyle, um, I think is, is it's so difficult for a lot of kids to live and it creates all this tension between parents, but ultimately the kids are creating their own relationships with their parents and creating those boundaries for themselves. And they are ultimately instilled with this behavior of, of, or this mindset of thinking that, that, uh, you know, they're not going to treat their kids like that. But anyways, let's move on, folks. So we've got another comment here from Volcape. Uh, There's a time when you need to let your kids make mistakes so that they can learn from them. Life is pretty short, so if they have a goal, let them go for it. You know, I think if there's one thing that my parents were so big on, it was this, because at the end of the day, who who's the person who's wearing your shoes? Who's the person who's wearing your shirt? Who's the person who's wearing your pants? It's you, right? You're in that body of yours, right? You're the person who's who makes the decisions that you make, and you're the person who has to accept the consequences of the cho- choices and the decisions that you make. And you need to ex- be able to accept and have responsibility for your own actions. You know, how are you supposed to feel like you have any responsibility at all when you have no no uh, freedom, no control over anything that you do. So you don't, how can you feel responsible for anything when there's, when you feel like there's nothing to be responsible for? Um, and, you know, you, yeah, like you, you can't expect people to take the fall for you in life and you can't expect that when you do bad things and you get away with it, uh, that you won't deal with any consequences. Uh, it, you know, if you do this, you're you're bound to to make a mistake and then when you do make that mistake some people have no idea to cope how to cope with it you know especially when they become older adults and they've had their parents make decisions for them their entire lives um they they don't they don't they panic they have anxiety they don't know how to how to deal with these situations and listen Life is all about making mistakes, and I, man, I've made some really, really bad mistakes, and and a lot of times, you know what? This and that sometimes the mistakes are are so frustrating because. Excuse me, one second. Um, so a lot of these mistakes can be very frustrating because <clears throat> sometimes you have the best of intentions, you don't even mean to make a mistake, and you're not really given maybe the full information on a situation. And then a choice that you made with good intentions ends up being a mistake. And then it is your responsibility to deal with the outcome of that situation. You might have people mad at you and they're like, why'd you do this? And you're like, I didn't know. And then and it, people are like, you can't say how give excuses. So at the end of the day, what you really have to do is you, instead of panicking and, and accepting responsibility or not accepting responsibility and trying to diffuse this situation, uh, you have to just at the end of the day, be like, listen, I am sorry. I didn't, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, there's nothing I can do about it right now. I did not intend to, to hurt you or to intend to create a negative situation. Um, and it is my fault. And then whatever way that I, that I can make this up or if hopefully I can make this up, um, or we can figure out how to deal with this together. Please let me know because I'm on your side, right? You have to remind, you got to remind people that even if you are, if you didn't make a mistake and you didn't intend to make a mistake, the best thing that you can do on that situation is help them fix it. You know, ask what you can do, you know, make it up to them by being, by brainstorming, becoming part of a team and creating a group 
where you now are contributing to the solution of the situation. Because if you just act like you don't give a fuck and you don't care, then people will just be like, well, well, then you obviously don't, you know, obviously you're not my friend or obviously you you don't care about this situation. So why would I want you in my life? And, you know, people are very quick to oust people like that from their lives. Um, but making, making a mistake is so important. Yeah, I'm like my parents were so big on this was giving us enough responsibility at different stages in our lives you know like letting us go to the park alone and if we fell we had to deal with that right like we it's it's little things right it's like letting us play around our yard unsupervised right like our parents check in on us but being unsupervised is a big deal because when you when the shit hits the fan like you have to be able to be to to gather your resources, calm yourself down, be able to think through the situation calmly and clearly, and be able to depend on your own mental strength to solve the situation rather than just panicking and end up being stagnant and doing nothing because you don't have the tools to be able to deal with whatever situation is, is happening for you. And that's the problem I see with a lot of people. Sometimes I'm with people too whose parents have been like this and we'll, we'll be in some shit and then they'll be like, they'll start freaking out. You know, and they'll they'll just start panicking and panicking and panicking. And I'm like, whoa, slow down. Let's stop for a second and think this through. You know, let's let's start from point A, point B. Where do we go from here? What are the choices that we can make? And how can we solve this problem instead of just panicking, you know, and, and trying to diffuse responsibility and say, well, I'm this and that. I'm like, that stuff doesn't matter because we're, we're in the situation right now. We're clearly, we're clearly both fucked. So we need to figure out a way to get ourselves unfucked from this situation. And, uh, uh, yeah, like sometimes I've just seen people be so stagnant and then the problem just gets worse and worse and worse. And it's like, yeah, because you're not giving an active effort to solve the problem or asking people for any help. People are, people are good, man, especially if you have good people in your life. So moving on, um, this one is from Josh NIU two two eight nine eight nine six. Uh, and this is a really, this is a really interesting one, uh, that you don't get to relive your life through them. So this is a reply from Mango Bunny 98. This is my mother. She got pregnant with me at 22 and married my father and went on to have my brother at 25. Anything I've done in my life, she tries to claim as her victory. Graduated college, she was the one responsible. Got a good job, she pointed me in the right direction. She tries to use me as a way to re relive the stuff that she didn't get to do. And it's so tiring, especially because that's not what I want to do. And man is this ever true with some people and man i i i'm i'm going to i'm going to tell you guys this right away and i bet you guys are going to be able to relate to this for sure this is a lot of athletes parents man um and a lot of like also um musical kids parents too um because maybe they didn't really get to live their their acting dream or their music dream or their their basketball dream or their football dream or whatever it is. It's it's these 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 certain types. Of, I'm sure like there's there's reality TV shows and, and TV shows on like Netflix and stuff that are all about this sort of stuff. These insane parents. Like think about shows like Dance Moms or <clears throat> I'm I'm struggling to remember the name, but there's 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 a show on Netflix or something like that. Or even even um. Uh, maybe not as much, but there was that t TV show, that re reality TV show with the Ball brothers, like Lonzo Ball, Lamelo Ball, and the Angelo Ball, um, and and that was and uh, you know 
uh, maybe that one wasn't isn't the the best best example, but it kind of is, kind of isn't. But there was also uh, TV shows where it, they follow kids whose parents are are athlete parents, and just the way that these parents treat their kids and how they dehumanize them, and and how they how they make these kids feel so worthless for not accomplishing their dreams, like their parents' dreams. It just makes no it makes no sense, and since their parents didn't cut it out as athletes or or actors or blah 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 or whatever they force their kids into becoming these things and live out those those dreams through them so when they don't perform at their highest capacity they sort of put that responsibility on themselves right and then the more that they the more that those those parents accept the responsibility uh for for you know your bad performance the more that they put that on you you know so it's uh, because then they think they start to resent you as parents. They're like, I wouldn't have performed like that. You know, I would have done better. And they're constantly comparing themselves to you. And it's so, so toxic, man. I've just, I've just seen this so much and uh, I can't stand it. It's, uh, it's horrible, man. Like the, 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 the kids always end up like it always, always ends up with the kids. Like, you know, their parents often, often their parents are divorced um, because yeah, one of the parents is batshit insane and the other one's just like, oh my God, I can't be around you. So then they, uh, then they end up going live with the, going to live with their other parents. I mean, I, I remember this one particular basketball one where this, this poor kid, man, uh, just wasn't performing in basketball at this prestigious school that his dad got him into. His dad knows the coach or blah, blah, blah. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, he's just, just insulting the hell out of his kid and his kid is in the car just crying and could you imagine being in the car crying while your dad's talking like this and there's cameras in your face and you're just like get me the fuck out of this you know i'm so done with this and then um the kid like you know wants to move back in with his mom and then on top of his the kid moving away from his dad um because his dad's the toxic one uh, he, his dad calls him soft, you know, his dad calls him soft, he's, he's like, he's like, you don't have what it takes to, to make it, you're not going to be successful without me, and starts, starts insulting his son to the point where it's just, uh, it's, it's horrifying, it's so horrifying, I mean, I wouldn't even say those things to my, to my worst enemies, you know what I mean, like, I would not, I, like, they, he degrades them, you know what I mean, like, makes them feel like bad people for, for doing for just being their own person. It's so, so ridiculous. I can't, uh, it's, it's, it's so horrible. I see a lot of TikToks like that and memes and stuff where it's like, you know, par uh, uh, athlete parents who are, who are just so crazy about their, the performance of their children. I'm like, man, these kids must just be messed up. I could not imagine having a relationship like that with my parents. I would just be so broken, so broken so emotionally damaged. How do you feel like you could ever connect with anybody? I mean, like, obviously, I'm not going to tell you that you that you can't if you're one of these people. And if you are one of these people, then I, I, I feel it's so incredibly sorry for you. But if you are one of these people, just know that, that it is important that you that you m remind yourself in whatever ways you can that you are your own person, and that you aren't who, who your parents want you to be. And you aren't your parents either. You are not your dad and you are not your mom. You know, you, you are your own individual human being. None of us are the same. So do whatever you can that makes you feel like you're being yourself. You know, whether that's 
really anything, even if it's just like watching video, YouTube videos that you like, right? Because the, the videos that you watch on YouTube are not the same as the videos that your dad or your mom would watch on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like do the things and follow those paths and directions that make you feel more like yourself and make you feel like you're exploring who you are more and hang out with people who appreciate your presence, man. Like I, I feel really, really bad for anybody who has to go through that experience of, of not that, of not feeling a, appreciated by their parents for just being who they are you know it's one thing I feel really thankful for is that my parents just seem to love me unconditionally no matter what I do you know they don't they don't even really care you know about about whether I do you know I mean they want to see me do well in life but you know if I succeed or if I don't succeed they they care more about me trying or making an effort you know rather than they do care about something going the way that you want it to go because nothing in life ever goes the way that you want it to go. Um, but enough of my little <laughs> rant here. This is another interesting one. So this one comes from Life Harvester. Very interesting username. That sometimes kids have their valid have valid opinions and instead of interrupting them and pulling the because I said so and that's just how it is cards, they could listen to their child and make them feel heard instead of suppressed. Uh, I very much agree. So this reply comes from Curly Fat. I tried hard to do this with our kids. We gave a reason why something was wrong or not allowed. Sometimes that explanation was just this action affects other people in ways that you may not know. Or often, we want you to be happy and make others happy your whole life. And this doesn't help you to do that. Obviously, these statements changed to be age appropriate. So sometimes... Uh, it may may has may have may might as well have been because we said so. Uh, they're teenagers now, and I don't know if we made their lives any better, but I know that we have a lot of great and mostly civil debates about things. Uh, they definitely talk to us about things that most teens probably wouldn't, and I guess we'll see in a decade or so how things are going. Um, I think explaining things to kids. Uh, in a, in a stern and uh, affirmative way is very important because kids lack, of course, children um, as they lack abstract thinking, right? They lack they lack the ability to think abstractly. I mean, I think, man, I'm pretty sure children can't even think about anyone but them but their own perspective until they're like five or something. And they're like five or six. They have no ability to to think about like how somebody else would feel. They just think about them, uh, which is just natural. That's how human behavior evolves. I mean, obviously as you get older, you start to think about things from other people's perspectives, but it's important that you, that if that, you know, instead of just giving those plain and flat reasons that aren't really reasons, you explain to your kids why, because even if they can't understand you, they do understand that there is a larger explanation. So as they get older, they'll be able to start to comprehend some of those larger explanations and be able to potentially, you know, you hope to be able to formulate their own uh, reasons for things. And then you can actually end up having conversations. And I think that's what that's something that's happened in my life. Excuse me. Um. And something I've I I has I have experienced as well has been that, um, you know, my parents have always been really good about about when we're doing something wrong or when something uh, when something 
we wanted something to happen and then they said no, that they explained to us why we couldn't do it and what the reasons were. And if we still didn't understand, they just said, well, then you just don't understand the reasons and the answer is no. So then as kids, we're obviously frustrated with that. But we are left with the fact that there are reasons. The reasons do exist. Even if we don't necessarily agree with them, there are reasons. So now it's our goal to formulate our own reasons. And if our parents can out-debate out us on what the reasons are, then that's then they're obviously right. But I think, I think that I've had constructive conversations with my parents about certain decisions that, that, to, that are to be made. And I've made, I've made a case for myself. My parents are open to listening to, to uh, my, my perspective and my reasoning. Um, because how, how, like, you know, how do you want to evolve that trait and skill in your children, right? Like, is you want your kids to be able to, to, uh, stick up for themselves and to be able to, uh, you know, formulate their own ideas. So if you don't let them formulate their own ideas and just leave it as any anyone who's more powerful powerful than you has say has the say, and you have no control, then that's how they're going to feel throughout their lives. That everybody who's above them or has a position of power that's a, that is over them is has ultimate rule over everything, which is not true because you ultimately have a role in your own life, right? You don't have to accept everything that comes your way. Not saying you have to be disrespectful, but it is important to fight for yourself and fight for your rights, right? Like this is this is a uh, this has been the common theme of all human human existence, right? Is is fighting for more rights and fighting for more freedom. That's that's been the common human a common human motif throughout all of human history. Is is fighting for yourself and standing up to power, especially power that's oppressive. Um, not saying that your parents are oppressive, but I'm saying that you're going to come across oppressive power in your life, and what are you going to do? Are you going to let it control you, or are you going to fight it? Right? Are you going to fight your case? Um, yeah, like, and it just just because somebody is younger doesn't mean that they don't possess human reason or perspective. Sharing ideas is a good thing, right? Especially if somebody has a better idea than you. I think that's one of the things that I've had to work on throughout my life is understanding whether, uh, you know, like even with between my friends, when somebody has a better idea, I have to concede that fact and been like, you know what, actually, your idea is better than mine. We have a constructive conversation, and you know, they obviously are given the responsibility uh, and. Uh, we make that decision because it obviously is better than whatever I came up with. Um, and you want kids to be able to feel like they have something to say and that they have something to share and contribute. Because I think I know a lot of kids in the past who do have things to contribute and good ideas, but they never say them. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's because they weren't encouraged to say them. They weren't encouraged to say anything. It's like, yo, say something, stick up for yourself. You know, if you got a good idea, you got the best idea here. You know, that was a great idea and we all missed it because, you know, you didn't say anything. Uh, the goal should be to have discourses with your children so they learn how to argue their point of view. If it's unsatisfactory, if it's unsatisfactory you know, they got to rethink it and come up with a better idea so then it can be further discussed. All right, guys, there is a lot more here and I wish I could get into everything, but, you know, we're already like 30-some minutes into the podcast and I really don't want to drag this on but uh yeah i think we'll we'll stop it there for the, for today thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast and before we head out of the podcast i'm your host luke dick and if you're watching or listening on apple podcast or if you're watching or listening on youtube make sure to like comment and subscribe and if you're listening on apple podcast spotify wherever else you get your podcast make sure to leave us a rating and also leave us a review 
Welcome to the Rap Chat Podcast. I mean, so the Reddit Asks Us Podcast. You can get a new. We uh, come up with new episodes every Tuesdays, Tuesdays at seven Central Standard Time. I'll see you guys next week. Peace out.